0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's the it boy, one half of the All Night Express, Ret Titus, and you're listening to the ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com. Let's get it, baby.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 31 of ROH Cast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHWorld.com. Once again, I'm here with Stephen, the co-owner and the editor of the website. Hi everyone. And John, uh, head of Camp Strong, is with us as well.
0: How's it going, everybody?
1: Uh, This week we're back to our usual format of show. Uh, We're going to talk about the latest TV show, we'll do the latest news, um, answer some questions we've received on the forum and Facebook, I think, and uh, talk about the spoilers from the last tapings in Baltimore. Um, this is going to be the last show for April. We're going to take um a couple of weeks off because um Ring of Honor is actually doing 2 weeks of Road Rage episodes on TV. So there won't be any actually um new TV show for us to discuss. Um but we'll we'll be back the first week of May with a new show. Um I I apologize for our regular listeners if you can't manage for 2 weeks without RH. All cast, three of you. All three of you. But we'll we'll be back and uh, better
0: than ever, ever in May. What was that John? You mean like all three listeners? You mean us three?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never listen to it.
0: It's all <laughs> Anyway, we're
1: going to begin by uh, talking about the latest episode of ROH on SBG, which aired on the 7th of April. Uh, the show began with the Young Bucks taking on TJ Perkins and Shiloh Jones. And um, the the end of the match saw <laughs> story there like a madman. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. It was only yesterday I think that I watched this, but uh, the end of the match saw so the young bucks get the win with the more bang for your buck. Um, Stephen, what did you think of the opening tag match?
2: Yeah, I thought it was a you know a little decent little match to uh you know to kick off the uh the episode. I thought um, yeah, you know, the young bucks were were good as always. I was a bit baffled really why they have put T J Perkins in a you know in a, a team with you know, Shilo Shilo Jones or Shilo Jones whatever his name is. Um. You know, he looks pretty decent from from what I've seen of him, but, you know, TJP is really, you know, he's good enough to be, you know, to be to be on his own, to be, you know, getting wins as a singles guy. I know when we've spoken to him, he's always, you know, he's been saying that, you know, maybe, you know, he hasn't been used as much as he should have been, really, you know, as a singles guy. And I think, you know, that Ring of Honor... He wanted,
1: you know, for Ring of Honor to bring in Amazing Red to team up with, which would be a great idea.
2: That would be a good idea, because, you know, as we we've said that they don't really see to, seem to know what to do with TJ Perkins. I mean, he's sort of you know, ha- having good matches, but he's, he's not really getting wins as a singles guy and he's teaming with random people here and there. So, um, I think they really need to come up with an idea for him because, you know, people keep saying that there's, there's not enough sort of variety on the roster and he's a guy that brings something completely different to a lot of other people. So we should be, you know, be, uh, having some high profile matches, but, um, yeah, the match itself, I thought it was, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, I say I was quite impressed with Shiloh Jones actually. He was, you know, did a pretty good job, and um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, classic sort of heel against face team sort of thing. But um, and I liked the way you know, sort of Nigel and Kevin Kelly sort of played with the fact that the Young Bucks weren't taking you know them seriously, and it it was, uh, yeah, sort of a uh, you know sort of a formula tag team match, but it, it worked well, I think.
1: John, what did he think?
0: I'm disappointed like you that T J Perkins is in matches like this. I think mm. he has enough talent to where he can main event shows. I think he's somebody that could be thrown right into the upper echelon of wrestlers in Ring of Honor and compete and you know, should hold probably like a mid card title for a regular like And second. Are you hearing that echo?
1: No. Are you having some stream issues? Are you um using GoFuckLive Live to chat with us or something?
0: Yes, I'm having a brownout right now. Okay, we're good. Uh, Decent way to start the show. I mean, neither team showed, you know, all their moves. They just did enough to get through the seven or so minutes this match lasted. But it was a decent way to start the show. The Young Bucks looked good. Uh, Shiloh Jones looked good for what he got to show. I wouldn't mind him coming back for maybe like some more lower card appearances just to see how the Ring of Honor fans react to him and how he adapts to the Ring of Honor style and everything. But I'm disappointed that T.J. Perkins is uh, getting put in matches like this. I think he needs to be a higher profile and in, uh, in the upper echelon of the wrestlers in Ring of Honor. I do think he's somebody that could fit anywhere on the card, even mm. in the main event scene. He brings, he's so talented in the ring, and it disappoints me that they don't really seem to know what to do with him. I think yeah, have is putting him out there for. 15 minutes to have him wrestle somebody is a good way to get him over and get get occasional wins over, you know, have him win regularly over, like, lower card guys, but having him get the occasional win over the big name and everything would really mm-hmm. help build him up. Yeah, they look think- at
1: the, um, you know, the great <laughs> matches he's been having. He had that great match um, on, like, I think it was the Road Rage episode against Lethal. He had the amazing match against Elgin, the great tag match at the 10th anniversary show. So he's, you know, he's consistently putting on great matches, but it's just like Ring of Honor, they don't know what to do with him, and you know he's just constantly losing. and I think it was you who said this before, stephen if if someone constantly loses, no one's going to care to see them wrestle because they just go, oh, this guy's going to lose this match doesn't mean anything. like they need to start you know we all know how good he is in the ring. They need to start putting in some um, you know credibility behind him,
2: yeah, I think he's a sort of guy that doesn't really need a you know gimmick or anything or you know he's he's not the best promo wise you know he's not the best guy sort of in the company, but He's the sort of guy that he's, hes so good, you know, in the ring that he doesn't need that sort of—you know—he doesn't need to have loads of mic time. He can go in and have a great match, and I think, you know, I think he's already pretty over the crowd. I mean, before he was brought in on a, on a contract, you know, he was doing shows now and again for Ring of Honor, and I think a lot of Ring of Honor fans are sort of putting his name, you know, out there as a guy that'd like to be brought in full time. But mm. unfortunately, he has—you know—he's not been used anywhere near his—you know—his full potential. And we're not just saying that because. You know he's he's a really good friend, you know, of the website, and he's you know a really nice guy. But you know, he's he's pretty obvious, I think, to see for for everybody that he's you know a very talented guy. And even before you know he came in on a contract, he was having. I remember that one match he had against Davy Richards. I think it was SoCal Showdown Two, which was I think January 2011, and that mm. match was that match was a brilliant match. I mean, it showed that he could. I mean, he's the sort of guy that could have a match with anybody on the card from someone like Grizzly redwood from you know to someone like as you say, like an algin or you know even the world champion so um i think he needs to be starting you know being used more on the house shows and mm. on the eye pay-per-views as well but um hopefully you know either they you know they do put him in a team with amazing raid which you know i think it would be a good idea and uh you know help him get sort of some momentum and a few wins or just let him go out there and have you know, let him get a few wins. Because I think
1: yeah. um, you know we've just got a new TV champion, which is a, a heel. And obviously before Lethal was champion, so we couldn't go for that. But you know now we've got a heel as TV champion. I think why not have him feud with Roddy for a little bit?
0: Yeah, that yeah, would sure. to a great yeah. series of matches. Uh, Strong and TJP, they're both great in the ring. And I'd love to see that feud, but TJP is somebody I think that could just they could just throw out there with anybody for 20 minutes and tell him, you got 20 minutes go wrestle and he'll put on a fantastic match with anybody on the card mm. and i think that could go a long ways to helping him get over like in the same way that they did david Richards, just had him go out there night after night show after show and just go out there put on a 20 minute match with somebody on the card and it really got the fans behind him and you know eventually led to him climbing up the card to win the world title and i think the same thing can happen with tjp if they give him the opportunity
1: hmm yeah, it's definitely not just us, you know, calling for that as well. As I saw some talk on the forum about, you know, they need to sort of push him a bit more, and uh, hopefully they'll, you know, change the sort of booking plan for him going forward because, you know, we've just had the latest set of TV tapings, and uh, without spoiling anything, he doesn't really, you know, move up the card so to speak or progress any further, and and that's you know another four weeks of TV done. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting interesting to see what it does, you know, at the Border Wars pay per view, and if you know they reconsider his position on the card um we then get to uh the next match on the card which is matt taven taking on mike mondo um i remember when the spoilers for this went out it said that the the match got a this is awesome chant at the end and uh a few, a few of us were a bit sort of skeptical you know why would this match get a chant like that and uh <laughs> it turned out to actually be pretty good um it really did surprise me and uh Got to give both guys credit because they put on a you know a pretty decent show in uh, John, what did you think of this?
0: This was surprise, like not surprisingly, but shockingly. I guess the same thing. as surprising, so I'll just start. <laughs> <laughs> no, just go with it. Um, this match, I forgot what it said in the uh, spoilers. I forgot. God, this is awesome. Chant so when I saw that these two named guys were getting a uh, match. And that it got a video package to build it up and everything. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I don't see why these two guys are getting a video package to build up their feud. But the match itself was awesome. I loved it. It didn't go that long. It was probably what like a seven, eight minute match.
1: It's it's the perfect sort of length to put in you know the middle of the show. I think.
0: Yeah, but but they packed it with action pretty much the mm. entire time. It was a fast paced match. Besides the time that Mondo was faking the uh, injury, but even that played into a great part into the match. It was just a really entertaining match, like the entire time. It really made me change my opinion on Mike on uh, Mike Mondo because for a while I was kind of just eh on him. But now it, he's shown that he can go and that he is a actually a really good wrestler. And he really entertained me in this match. And uh, Matt Taven, I thought he looked really good too. I wouldn't mind him getting a few more shots in Ring of Honor as well if he continues to look look as good as he did. So, mm. I'd like to see him brought back, and this was a like a great surprise in the middle of this show. except I wasn't really expecting to be as great as it was, and it was really, mm. really a good match. Yeah, Stephen, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I have to agree with what Johnson Ray. Really. I mean, I like the way they sort of put you know a little bit of importance on this match with the sort of the uh, the video package beforehand with the you know the the little sort of mini feud they've had, and I think that that's you know quite a smart thing to do because you know neither guys has been. You know, a, a, a regular really on, on ROH, especially you know the the live events and the pay per views have both been making a few appearances on the TV. But I think you know doing these little sort of mini feuds really helps both guys get over. And you know I, th- I think you know with, with the crowd being so into it, I think that proves that you know that 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 sort of um, planning is working with these with these two guys really uh, you know getting over with the crowd. And um, I've always been a you know I've always been a fan of Mondo. I think he's I think he's underrated. Personally, I mean, I think sort of character-wise, he's probably one of the better guys in ROH at the moment. I think he's, you know, he's uh, the only thing I can, you know, think of that's holding him back. Really, is maybe he's sort of, you know, his in-ring work maybe doesn't fit in stereotypically to the ROH style sort of thing. He's very sort of, you know, I, I, I can't really find a way to put it. Really, <laughs> I'd say he's very like WWE style. I suppose he's he's a lot like Benny actually. I mean. Uh, I think when Benny um, started getting his push, I think I personally, I think I said that I'd have rather seen uh, Mike Mondo getting that push. And to be honest, I think I'd probably still stick by that. I mean, I'd- I think both guys are kind of similar, but I do prefer Mondo. I prefer his-, his character, and I think he's, you know, he's really been improving since coming into RRH. And um, you know, hopefully he'll get, a- you know, start getting a few uh, more important matches and see how he fares on, uh, you know, fares against some, you know, higher profile competition because I think he's uh there's lots of uh, sort of potential there, and I think he can, you know, he can if he develops that character a bit more, he can definitely uh, put on some good matches.
1: Hmm. Uh, we then got to uh, this week's Inside Ring of Honor, which, uh, according to Kevin Kelly, was cancelled due to a private. A brownout. And no, not surprisingly. This is not on GoFut Live. So there's no brownout. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> Instead, they aired footage from a uh, private press conference uh Is that not an
2: oxymoron how can you have yeah, a private press pointless. conference yeah uh and anyway it was that's like having a, an eye pay-per-view but you can't see it <laughs> Speaking...
1: <laughs> oh, that would never happen would it anyway um basically this press conference was um announcing that the border war show on may 12th will be an eye pay-per-view uh, we'll talk about that more in the um in the news section in a little bit, but uh, basically they had uh, David Richards talking about. Um, I found I don't know why I found it funny that he was doing sort of a promo to as, at a supposed press conference. Is that <laughs> that strange that these are supposedly members of the press, but I have a feeling they were actors. But anyway, Steen interrupted <laughs> him with his ten, tennis racket and uh, t-shirt tuxedo thing and was basically challenging into a match. And uh, David uh, wanted the match, and he said, you know, bring the power driver and. Uh, cornet swore several times and eventually made the match and uh was like can you take him david can you take him and uh, <laughs> the main event of border wars in uh, you know kevin steen's home country of canada is David uh, davy richards defending the world title against kevin steen and uh, i think we'll discuss that because that's quite a big topic to talk about we'll do that in the uh, in the news section but what did you think of the you know the press conference of the you know the way to announce this match
2: I think, like you said, I think it was just really, really cheesy and really sort of... Uh... It
1: wasn't as cheesy as Camp Strong, though.
2: No, not quite, no. I don't think anything's that cheesy. But um, it was just really forced. And obviously, you know, as we said, I don't think private press conferences actually exist. There's not much point in having a press conference if no one gets to see it. So if it, was that, if it was that private, I'm not sure why they were filming it, to be honest. But um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh... yeah, so we'll talk more about the actual match and... Uh... You know our thoughts on it being where it is uh, a bit later, but um, yeah, I mean I don't think you can you know say much more about it really. It was just, just a, a bit cheesy, really. That was yeah, I mean I think that could have been a bit better, but you know it was it wasn't you know anything terrible. It was just a bit yeah a bit cheesy and a bit um a bit forced really. But oh well. At least we have a great match announced, that's all that really matters, isn't yeah, it? Very, yeah, I suppose,
1: Who cares how they announce, they could have had Connett dancing around announcing it, I wouldn't care, as long as they actually make the match. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we then get to the main event, which is the final four-way of the March Mayhem tournament, yes, it does end in April, uh, the winner gets $24,000, and uh, we had all men do promos be before the match, and uh, did anyone notice Adam Cole's camouflage? I know. I didn't think he was there. It was just he, a floating head. He seemed head. to blend in perfectly with the red locker room with his red shirt, and you know, it was just this floating head cutting a promo <laughs> on his upcoming match. But uh, there seemed to be a recurring theme with these promos, where <laughs> none of them, none of them said that the money is important to them. And uh, Champa said he can live without money because it's all about competition. Um, Bennett said uh, it's not about the money; it's about showing that he's the biggest star. Adam Cole said it's not about the money; he's all about moving <laughs> up the ladder, ladder ring of honor. And uh, Jay Lethal talked about going for choppers. So um, no one really cared about twenty four thousand dollars, apart from Prince Nana maybe. But uh, I, don't, uh,
2: I I really don't know why they came up with this whole tournament. No, I mean, it, it was a silly idea. It, it was like it was running at the same time as the whole Blind Destiny thing, and you know, just before an eye pay per view. Why? And I don't get the whole the whole money thing that they're doing. I don't get the fines, the five thousand dollar fines. I don't get this whole, you know, people. I mean, why would wrestlers put in three thousand dollars to wrestle for a company that they already wrestle for? That's basically <laughs> paying. You know, they're going to get paid. So why would they pay to wrestle? It's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And I, th- I think it's a Cornet decision because it's like it's but you know I suppose you know in the old territory days. I think you know there are a lot of sort of money sort of based matches with, you know, like people paying fines and I, stuff. And I
1: don't mind the fine storyline, you know, in theory. I mean, it's just yeah, how, mu- it's... how many times it's been used. I think that's the problem. That it's just, yeah, it's, it's a, just... a recurring theme of money being thrown about. Like, we saw, you know, House of Truth buy Rhino off um, the embassy for some obscene amount of money, and then you know, these people, it's basically they're gambling. They're putting, putting money in, and then let's wrestle, and the winner keeps it all sort of thing. So, it's a you know, it's a strange, uh, strange thing they keep doing all this money.
2: Yeah, and the Rhino thing. I mean, when was the last time he actually wrestled for the Embassy? Surely since... Chris Martini could have just phoned him up and said, "Hey, Rhino, do you want to come and wrestle for me?" Because he wasn't even wrestling for the Embassy. <laughs> strange way I mean, of doing that. But wasn't uh, his last match that Death on Under Night? Death dishonor, yeah. I mean, that was what over six months ago. Six months
0: why, ago. why? Why, why have is we he been having to do this podcast for six months? <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. It's okay. This is the last one. Don't tell
1: That's anyone. This is the last one. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but at least it's not as bad as, um, to go off on a tangent, Sheamus recently got a $500,000 fine on SmackDown. But, um, uh, yeah, we won't talk about that.
0: Are you serious? Are you really?
1: Yes. I, what did he do? He kicked a referee. But let's not... Oh. Um... <laughs> I'm much. sure Charlie Haas will help with
0: anytime that. One, anytime a referee gets knocked out, another one would replace them. So who cares about referees? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the uh, the final four way was won
1: by Tommaso Ciampa, who uh, I believe the order of elimination was Mike Bennett first with a slightly botched lethal combination. Just no
2: lethal injection? Who do you think you are, Kevin Kelly? What did I say? <laughs> lethal combination.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm Kevin Kelly. Oh dear.
2: Yeah, it was it was a bit botched Yeah, yeah
1: so he did the Lethal in- injection. Yeah <laughs> and, uh, slightly botched it on Bennett as he was pinning him, just as he got the three count, Champa ran in with a running knee and knocked Lethal out to pin him. So then, eliminate him, and uh, he then beat Adam Cole with the uh, Project Champa to get the win and win the uh, twenty-four thousand dollars, which uh, the embassy posed posed with in the ring, and uh, Prince Nana Sung we in the money and uh, danced around <laughs> a lot. And then
2: I, I mean, that was that if that was the whole point of doing this tournament was just to see Prince Nana. It was then, totally worth yes, it. it. Yes, yeah, worth, then I approve of it. Yeah, but... it was worth the four weeks. But um, <laughs> the the final thing we heard on this week's TV
1: show was quote get the microphone away from that damn buffoon. So I think that's a (laughs) perfect way to end a TV show and leave me (laughs) anticipating next week. Which, as we said, the next two weeks, we believe, are both Road Rage episodes, which is highlights from Showdown in the Sun. And we'll discuss our thoughts on um, Showdown in the Sun being sort of re aired in a, in a little bit. But uh, that wraps up this week's TV show. It's been, been a while since I've actually talked about the TV show, I think. Uh, what did you guys think of this week's show overall? I know we're, you know, we're normally quite fond of the three match format when they use it.
2: Yeah, I thought it, it worked well again. I mean, each. Each match was entertaining in its own right. I mean, I think the, the match flowed well once again. There wasn't any sort of uh, long periods of you know nothing happening. I mean, the the promos before the matches worked again, and you know the little video package before the Mundo and Taver match Mm-mm. was pretty good. Mm. So um, yeah, ever, again, everything sort of flowed you know, well. Didn't it? There was nothing yeah, dragged. So no, no, nothing was sort of just thrown in there for no reason. Everything you know had a had a reason and uh, you know played its part. So yeah, I was I quite enjoyed it. It was a uh, it was a good episode, I think.
1: Mm.
0: John. That's one of our main complaints when it has the uh, two matches is the long gap between the two when this is the long series of promos and the inside ROH and everything. And I think the, the three-match format really helps it out and really helps the show flow better and just is a whole lot easier to sit through and watch hmm. because you're actually getting action and, and Matt and wrestling on a wrestling show, which is unheard of these days. <laughs> but, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty good show. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I really like the main event. The main, I thought the main event was a great match. It,
1: mm, I did enjoy that, yeah.
0: Like, everything worked well. And when... Uh, what was the move? Chumpet hit Cole on the floor. It looked kind of like a... Oh, maybe, it was it, a, was call... it
2: uh, Air, Raid, Air Raid Siren or whatever it's called? Yeah, they
0: called it the Kryptonite Crunch, but that... I've seen Finlay used to do it the Yeah, Finlay. I'm sure he called it the Air Raid Siren. I
2: thought
1: it was the Celtic Cross, Finlay. Oh, oh,
2: maybe... Yeah, maybe it was when he used it. So I'm sure yeah. someone else used it. He did bit.
1: that on the floor, and I think Mike Bennett spine-busted um, Cole into the... Um... So Cole took a beat in, yeah.
0: But I thought this was a very good match. It really built up... You know, we, we knew Tommaso Ciampa wasn't going to lose in something like this, but it really did a great job making him look even more dominant, and it did a great job in continuing to build up Adam Cole as a uh, upper card... Main event type talent
1: in uh, mm. this match. Yeah. So uh, does that wrap up all of our sort of thoughts on the TV show? Yeah, I
2: think so.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll be sure to uh, discuss the the new set of tapings once they start airing in uh, about two weeks. We think anyway. So that'll be the first week of May. No sorry the the first episode from the new tapings will be the 28th of April I believe so we'll talk about that in early May and it should be noted for those who aren't going to stick around for the spoilers this is this is a this can't really be a spoiler but all of the new tapings do feature the f- at least three match format that we've talked about so that's good that um they are taking on board feedback. They obviously listen to this because we kept saying the two-match thing didn't work. So, obviously, they listen. listening. So, uh, push TJP. There we go. That'll, uh, <laughs> that'll
0: work. Uh, and hire me. Okay, I just had to get that in there, too. No,
1: don't, don't, don't do not don't that. I really don't. He turned up nine minutes late to a podcast. You don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're now going to get to the news, which you can um, sometimes find during the, during the week at rho.com.
0: several weeks since we got to do the news so there's quite a bit of news to get to we're going to start off with the uh some ring of honor world.com news and there's a video on rohworld.com by tjp and grizzly redwood showing uh fans what it's like to go from the backstage area out to the ramp into the ring which i thought was really cool And i would like to thank tjp and grizzly redwood for providing that video
1: mm, it's it really, really cool yeah really great of them to do that news uh, quite an interesting video as well actually Stephen, any thoughts? Yeah, it was interesting.
2: <laughs> Not much I more you can say, really. Just go and watch it. And,
1: uh... Yeah, it's on our uh, YouTube page, which is, uh, I think, ROH.com is our username on YouTube, but there's also um, an art- article on the website that has it embedded already. And we apologise?
2: Go on. Sorry, go on. So the um... only thing I was, I was thinking, after I... Like, if you went out there and did like a 20 25 minute match and you have to walk that far back to the dressing room, you'd be absolutely knackered. Did you
1: see the bit where there's a really really tight really squeeze? Tight bit. <laughs> and I was thinking, yeah. how, how does Elgin get through that? Do they have to sort of butter him up and slide <laughs> him through or something like
0: Why wouldn't they just put the entrance on the other side? Is what I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it's very strange and uh, yeah, it's quite an interesting video. So be sure to um, check it out if you haven't seen it. And uh, we do apologize about the sort of resolution of the video, but uh, That won't happen next time.
2: Somebody hasn't got got used to working their iPhone yet.
1: TJP does apologise for that, (laughs) but he'll he'll have it in widescreen next time.
0: And there's also been quite a few matches announced for the uh, Chicago and Dayton shows later this month. And uh, there's been four matches announced lately for both shows. And uh, the Chicago event, April 28th, known as Unity, which is part of the uh, Synergy event with Chikara. There's been quite a few matches. And the, the first one is a trios match between TJP, Adam McCall, and Jay Lethal versus the Colony out of uh, from Chikara and a Lucha Libre Rules match. And this should be a great match. <laughs> what is I, a I
1: Lucha know. Libre Rules match? It's nothing like American Strong Style
0: Rules, is it? It's just like American Strong Style. Even more American and even more strong. <laughs> We <laughs> had to go to Camp Strong, actually, to learn the rules. <laughs> but basically, Lucha rules is that n- no tags are necessary when a uh, member of your team rolls to the floor or okay. gets thrown out out of the ring. Another member can enter without getting tagged. Okay. So it really keeps the action going. Yeah, and, that
1: should be a great uh, match. It's a shame, you know, he's not against... Uh, was it Mike Quackenbush he wanted to face? Yes, I would love to see TJP versus Mike Quackenbush. Yeah, that's who he wanted to face when we spoke to him, but I'm sure this is still going to be a, a, f- a great match.
0: Yeah, this should be fantastic, because we already saw TJP and Fire Ant, at mm. Trinidad, and that was really good, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, another match that's announced is uh, the House of Truth versus the All Night Express.
2: Yeah, nothing really,
0: too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's one of those
2: matches that you've never seen before, but it's not really the sort of match that you really, really want to see. I feel like but I have that... seen it before, but...
1: Perhaps I haven't. Perhaps I'm mistaken.
2: Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure they were saying that it was. It's like a first ever. Oh, okay, ignore me then. I'm obviously imagining. <laughs> that maybe, matches. maybe. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I'm sure it'll be a good match, but I don't know. It's just. It's one of those matches that you know. It's not one of them that you're going to really look forward to. Yeah, you're not going to go out of your way to try and watch it. Yeah, and why haven't we seen the House of Truth against the All Night Express? I mean, they're both good teams, but. I don't know, maybe I'm just being really nitpicky.
1: I'm look. not a fan. You know, I think House of Truth don't really need to team up much anymore. Elgin had this amazing match against Davey, and Roddy's the TV champ, so...
2: I think they've been teasing sort of a, a break out there. I think they'll be... Mm. I but, think you know, El- Elgin will
1: be wrestling to... in singles matches while they're still, you know, part of the House of Truth. It's yeah, just they true. have with Davey, you know, where they put him in too many um, tag matches. But then again, I suppose it is the TV title, so they can't actually um, defend it anywhere else. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this, next match is, this next match is actually really interesting. It's Jimmy Jacobs and Kevin Steen versus El Generico and a mystery partner that uh, <laughs> El Generico's is choosing. So mm. this should be interesting to watch. The, the, a... the
1: automatic like assumption would be Carino but I think that's too obvious for them not to for like to make it a mystery if that makes sense.
2: I think it'll be Cabana. I do.
1: Some people on the forum are saying Cabana. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it it would tie in with the whole, you know, because he he was involved in the Steen <clears throat> and Carino story in 2010. Yeah. I think that would make sense because I, I think he will return sooner or later, and even if he just comes back for one shot, I think it would he would work well with Generica. I mean, I think he and Generica actually had a couple of uh, tag team title shots as well during their a little tag sort of run. So, as you say, I think the Corino one would just be. I think it'll be a bit. I think we've already Let's seen see if... everything we need to see between those four guys, really. And, yeah. Uh, I know Carino's going to be at Border Wars, isn't he? He's going to be uh, sort of giving us his views. That'll be interesting to see what he says. But mm. um, yeah, I I'd, I'd definitely see C- Cabana. To be honest, I don't really know who else he could uh, he could pick.
0: Yeah, Cabana and Carino have to be the two most obvious choices, or the really the two only choices that I can think of.
1: That would be logical, anyway. Yeah. Unless we yeah, see like they're... Mike Mondo or something, but
0: but the best news about this match I me mean, is that El Generico is actually sticking around. I know yeah, that's
1: of... yeah. A lot of us thought that it was he was going to go, didn't we? After his after Showdown the Sun, but it's good that he's still sticking around.
2: I think we can you can see from the matches that he's been put in that they're still not a hundred percent sure what to do with him because I don't think they want to sort of give him any big wins or anything like that with him still not on the contract. I think they're gonna. Be treading water with him until he actually commits to a deal or you know something's uh, resolved between the two sides. Hmm.
0: You can't really blame Ring of Honor for that. Yeah. You don't want to really push somebody who's not under contract, which is no. A you can't. No, you can't blame either party. Really, I mean, you can't blame because Generico is such a
2: popular guy that he's. You know, I know he not just in America, but he takes bookings from all over the world, and he's. Mm. you know i know recently he did a tour of like 10 different countries in about a month so (laughs) it's it'd be tough for him to you know just uh commit himself to ring of honor and lose out on so many bookings but i I should imagine financially it wouldn't really make sense for him to do that so you can't you know you can't criticize him for that and as john said you can't really criticize ring of honor either wanting to sort of uh you know control their own destiny really with do you you think that's
1: why the tv Tartarine ended so abruptly
2: um, maybe, I think the main thinking between, behind that was that they just wanted someone who was a recognisable face and they just thought that Generico wasn't, I mean, I guess, Lethal's a relatively well-known name in the wrestling world and I think they just, maybe they thought that, that you know, people tuning in for the first time seeing a guy like Generico who knew nothing about him holding a title would, you know, make the title look a bit cheap or something, I don't know, I mean, he's a yeah, sort of course. guy that,
0: sorry, go on. And plus, Generico be somebody I think would be kind of hard to get over to new fans, because he can't, because he doesn't speak that much, and it's just kind of a goofy character. I thought, and I think it's kind of hard to get him over to new fans as a champion. And when you have like Jay Lethal, who's pretty well known, I think that's why they went with him to try to get more, I guess, not credibility, but more name recognition on the belt. Hmm. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, it makes sense, I suppose. <laughs>
0: And uh, the final match that's been announced so far for Unity is a uh, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team versus Team Ambition. I can't say I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs>
1: no.
2: it's, it's like the the House of Truth and Orna Express match. It's it's one of those you know these tag team matches that aren't really you know aren't two tag teams wrestling. I mean I know the House of Truth's sort of been teaming on enough, but you know these and you know Team Ambition that. I'm not really interested in seeing Davey in tag team matches. Yeah, he's
1: the world yeah. champion. He shouldn't really be in many tag mm-hmm. matches.
2: Although I will say that I was. I remember one. I, I think it was. That ah, wasn't gore Barner, was it? I can't remember the the event, but it was Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team against uh, Davey Richards and Jay Lethal. Um, that was the Survival of the fittest. Mm. Oh, it was the the All Champions match, wasn't it? That was actually that actually turned out to be a really good match. So, hopefully, this will you know that will turn out to be. You know, a good match, I'm sure it will be a good match it's just, again, it's one of those matches that you know, it's not going to be something that you're really, really looking forward to and wanting to see.
1: Speaking of Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team matches you're not looking forward to, don't watch to see, don't want to see what's been announced for Dayton?
0: Oh yeah I'll go ahead and start off with that one Uh, for Dayton April 29th, there's been a tag title match involving Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team when the Briscoes defend their belts once again against Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. And I hope to God this is the last time these two teams wrestle each other.
1: It really has to be. They cannot drag this feud out any longer, surely. I mean, a lot of us hoped it was going to end a final battle, but, you know, they kept it going until the showdown this the Sun weekend. And then it continu- continued even further. So um, I really don't know what they're trying
2: to do, to be honest. No, that, just... they have to do They things we new for West great tag team to do. I mean... I'm not, I mean, I, I always thought that they'd, they they should have entered a feud with uh, Future Shock and really, you know, had a sort of new kids on the block against sort of a, a bitter veteran team. And mm. I think that would have really helped get O'Reilly and Cole over. But obviously, they, they ended that team prematurely. And Russian's great tag team now really don't have anything to do apart from their on-and-off feud with the Briscoes. I mean, th- this has to be the last match between the two. I mean, it,
1: the feud does continue on the TV show without spoiling yeah, anything, it's, it's, um, which leads me to think, this is just a you know speculation that they're going to have a match at Border Wars as well, which is just overkill for this feud, it really is.
2: Nah, I can't. if they've got the match at Dayton, I can't see them having the match at Border Wars but as well. They why would
1: they have the feud on TV to then just have it at a house show, which no one's going to see? The TVs are all about that. Right oh, you know
2: what they, they might do? They might do singles matches at
0: Border Wars. And then that oh, would just do. drive the feud to go even longer.
2: Yeah, ben- Benjamin against Jay Briscoe and Charlie Hart against Mark Briscoe or something like that. I mean, it just needs to end. This has been
0: going on since last June. This is yeah, <laughs>
2: since <laughs> that infamous chair attack at Death of it's, it's it's even like It's not even developed as a storyline. It's still the same thing of, oh, no, you've hit us with chairs. We're going to hit you with chairs. Hey, you just hit us with chairs. We're going to hit you <laughs> with chairs. It's just that recycled over and over again. Well, is- I got $5,000. <laughs> Yeah, I really hope you know this. What is he said. The end of this feud, <laughs> and you know, who would you like
1: to see the Briscoes, you know, feud with next for the tag belts once they've finally got rid of
2: wrestling's greatest tag team? All Night Express, I think. I think NXT, in my opinion, should be the next champions. They've got, this, they've still got their title shot. So, yeah, um, I think it's been long enough now since, you know, well, not now, but it will be long enough then between, you know, they're at the matches last year and, you know. Um, you know, it's been, been long enough to sort of avoid it from being overkill, so hopefully ANX can finally sort of capture the titles, because I think they've been on the verge. I think this
1: year they're going to have to at some oh, point. Wow. They have yeah, to be the ones so. to sort of to throw in the Briscoes as chump.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, and another match has been announced is a non-title match between Roderick Strong and Jay Lethal, and it's uh, two out of three falls, which makes things interesting. Um... This is going to be a this non-title because it's not on the TV or the iPay-per-view, uh, but it should still be a very good match. Everything they've done so far that I've seen between Strong and Lethal has been really good. Their TV match about a month ago and their uh, match at, uh, was it Showdown in the Sun? Was it Day 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Day 2. Yeah. They were both good matches, so I expect this to be really good as well.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm, I'd like to see that match. It should be uh, should be good. Wouldn't mind of seeing that on pay per view, to be honest. But um, I think Lethal's, you know, all wrapped up with the champ feud at the moment.
2: Yeah, he probably will get a, a rematch at, at some point just to uh, mm. yeah maybe put it stick it on TV or something. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Put it on the next set of tapings or something.
0: Yeah. And uh, the next match is the first time ever match is uh, El Generico versus Kyle O'Reilly. This is going to be a good match, like,
1: mm, yeah,
0: because Carlo uh, Raleigh's pretty much just like a uh, Davy Richards clone, and every time, <laughs> <laughs> just to, just to put it nice, nicely, and every time Generico and Richards face off with each other, it's always a great match. So mm. I expect Generico and Raleigh to have the same chemistry and have the same type of athletic, hard-hitting match that. That generico and richards always have
1: it's good in you know facing someone with Generico's style because it sort of reduces how many sort of strikes and submission holds carlo riley will do because when he faces someone like edwards or davey it, you know it becomes too much american strong style for me but um <laughs> this i think this should be a good uh good contrast of styles i think
2: yeah i definitely agree with that i mean it's uh it should be an interesting match yeah
0: and the final match has been announced is Davy Richards versus Adam Cole, which was originally a proving grounds match, but in a recent video, Davy Richards claimed it's going to be for the title, which makes which, me yeah it make that makes sense. Extremely happy. This is going to be a great match. Um, uh, I was down on Davy Richards' title reign for the longest time, but after his match with Elgin, I I'm really excited to see what he can do going into the future. Mm. And Adam Cole, mm-hmm. you know, is the future of Ring of Honor, and the, the fact that he's getting his first title shot later this month is a big deal. And it should be a fantastic match and a great way to cap off a show. And I think it's just a perfect title match to, for Davy to uh, continue his reign and get a good win. And for Adam Cole to really build himself up and continue his uh, rise of the card.
1: Mm, I think they should have done this on TV though, personally, because it would have made sense because it plays off the, you know, the 10th anniversary storyline and, uh, would be great exposure for Cole to, you know, be putting a world title match on TV for everyone to see.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, actually. I think that Because he's been yeah. doing really well on TV shows especially as well. So, yeah, mm. that would have really helped his momentum on the TV show. But, um, yeah, regardless, this should be a really good match. And, uh, you know, I'm really glad that Cole's sort of getting the opportunity now to really shine at the top of their card because I think he's definitely shown, um, you know, that he can hang in there with, you know, some of the best guys in Ring
0: of Honor. Mm. That wraps up the uh, matches announced for the the uh, Chicago and Dayton weekend, and as we said earlier, Border Wars will be main evented by uh, Davey Richards defending his belt against Kevin Steen, and uh, Border Wars is now an iPay per view, but interestingly enough, it is not on Go Fight Live, which is a good thing I have to say because very good thing yes. Ever since Dave Lagana left, uh, there's been nothing but really technical issues every time
1: now what i would like to know is of all these issues what was actually ring of honor's fault because on the stream side there had been no problems for a while up until showdown the sun where we had the the um the sync issues but the issues the technical issues we were having at 10th anniversary in final battle were to do with replays and camera angles and um um, you know the the misspelling of Eddie Edwards, and surely that falls on Ring of Honor. But be, I'm I'm not sure if they bring in Ring of Honor to produce it at the arenas. Well. Honestly, I don't know. So
2: I should imagine like the like all the camera work and the graphics and everything good to know about Ring of Honor. I, uh, I mean, I, as you say, I mean I, I'm not really sure, but I should imagine all. Go For, all I really do is actually stream. Like have their sort of stuff at the arena and just have it streaming on the website. I mean, I should imagine that's all they really do. So mm. as you say, you know, the problems at final battle and uh, 10th anniversary, I would guess they'd be falling on ring of honor, but you know, showdown in, showdown in the sun, I suppose night two, they couldn't really do much with the infamous uh, brownout. but on, you know, night one night was One was terrible. An and and then they botched
1: the replay as well. So I think, you know, perhaps it is jumping the gun a little bit, but I think from a sort of, you know, PR perspective of, all the all the people were hating on GoFight Live, and th- a lot of people were saying, "You know, I'm not going to order again. What's the point of paying if we're not going to, you know, be guaranteed it's going to work?" So by moving to someone else, we don't know who that's going to be. I think it's good from a sort of publicity thing because people will go, "Oh, look, it's not on GoFight Live. Perhaps it'll actually work this time." Well,
0: yeah, a I think of it's the better picture
1: this time. Yeah, that's so this perfect. is the the worry I'm having is that they're going to try it in house, and that. Ring of Honor have problems spelling Eddie Edwards, let alone streaming an iPay per view. So I am I'm, I'm optimistic. I hope they're gonna, you know, either do it well themselves or choose a decent provider, but I I'd be lying if I said I wasn't slightly concerned. Because one thing I did like about GoFot Live was that, you know, you pay for the, the pay per view, the fifteen dollars, and then you can watch it forever. I mean, I can still watch the really, really old ones that I you know, me and Stephen first started watching. So hopefully, whatever the new provider is, will have that sort of feature as well.
0: And uh, also at Border Wars, no, uh, no
1: comments on the Davy Steen
0: match. Oh, okay, yeah, this is. I thought didn't we were comment on that earlier, or not really. Oh, well, well this...
1: it should be now. I don't know if we said it earlier, but it's been announced that it's Steen's only title shot, and that the package power driver is legal for for one night only. So it looks like the power driver is actually legal in uh, Toronto outside the US. But um, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Because
2: Steen that... has to win, doesn't he? If it's his only shot and it's in his well, home country. I mean, the
1: fact that they're saying only only shot. Makes me think there's going to be some sort of corner interference. Yeah, that's so, what I was
2: thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that, the, Dave, the only Dave. the only way Richards is going to win is if by as you say corner interferes and but,
1: you know David doesn't want it or something on yeah
2: it? or him and yeah. if him and Davy did some sort of like screw job and they both turned heel that that would be interesting to me but I mean I mean they would get absolutely booed out of the uh, out of the arena especially in Canada as well they 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 get a lot of uh, crap for that but. I mean, I can't. Davey's not going to win this match clean. He's not gonna, you know. There's no way he's beating Steen clean. I don't think. No, I mean, it's
1: either going to be a, a screw job or Steen's going to finally win the belt. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he doesn't win and he somehow does get another shot at best in the world. But yeah, I think I mean, to be Ring honest,
2: Runner uh, oh, are a uh, Ring Runner sort of infamous for, you know, not pulling the. The trigger, on, especially on title reigns for the world title. I, I was going to say,
1: they should stroke the iron while it's still hot with Steen and just give him the belt. At,
2: yeah, but ring runners, they never they never ever do that. I mean, you look at someone like Tyler Black. I mean, it took him it took him so long to get the title that people just were not bothered when he finding out the title. I mean, I don't think that will happen with Steen. I mean, you never
1: know. If they do leave it much longer, I think there could be, you know, the possibility of that happening with some people just be like oh for god's sake when's he gonna win so
0: yeah, cause i think I th- it's sim- simmered up to that the perfect level right now for him to take the belt so mm-hmm. i i think he, he needs to win it at border wars or there needs to be something crazy happen to keep him from winning it and allows him to get but him i think there. that sort Shot of crazy
1: sees. thing is more tna style isn't it with just the swears and the interference and i think you know just to not piss off all the fans they should just let steen win and then they could build up, you know, leading into best in the world of Steen sort of terrorising Ring of Honor, taking him hostage and Cornette sort of like giving Davy another shot or something or stacking the deck against, you know, Steen at um, best in the world to try and make him lose in New York and obviously he'll hopefully retain it. I can't see him having a month reign. But, um, yeah, so I hope we'll have to wait and see until, uh, you know, May 12th at um, the pay-per-view and hopefully Steen will become the champion.
2: I think the only thing that I'd say about it, I think they've, They've made the match too too soon. I think they've, especially. I mean, Richards' title reign seems to be getting stronger and stronger. I mean, he's had the good match against uh, in a really good match against Elgin and uh, you know. Going I think forward, that's just
1: Ring of Honor's fault for just booking him against the same opponents too many times, which everyone complained about.
2: Yeah, actually, uh, I mean, I'm not as you say, I'm not, I'm not blaming Davey for that, but I, I think uh, the fact is that his his title has been, you know, his title reign. He's getting better and, and better, and I think that's the problem is that because it is getting better and, you know, more intriguing that I just, uh, I just can't see Steen, you know, I just can't see Steen winning the the title with, you know, I just, uh, for some reason I just can't see him winning it. and When do you think no... he'll get the belt?
1: Because he's, you know, he's pretty much guaranteed to be the next champion at this point.
2: Oh yeah, he's definitely, he's you know, 100% he's going to be next champion. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I can see what they've done obviously with it being in Canada but I mean, the only as we as we've said, the only two outcomes, in my opinion, are Steam wins or there's a screw job involving Cornet. That's the uh, they're the only two sort of things that would warrant, you know, that 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 match happening this soon in Canada, in my opinion. So mm. it it will be interesting to see. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it, actually that match. Should be a brilliant match. I mean,
1: we've been waiting for it long, long enough. So um...
2: yeah, I mean, I think that's the only thing that they're thinking. I mean. This is, I think, this is the the big the one, big match at the moment that everybody in RH wants to see, uh, you know, all RH fans. So, it won't surprise me if they they try and hold off on Steam winning the bout a little bit longer, just to sort of build it up even more. But I just hope they don't. I hope, go, they, over- don't. I hope they don't.
1: At the very latest, he should win it at best in the world. No later than that, personally.
0: Mm. And another, some more news for Border Wars. I think I said it a minute ago, but. I'll repeat myself is that Fit Finley has, uh, or Dave Fit Finley has been announced to have a match at Border Wars. Uh, we could have announced this weeks ago, but <laughs> we, we decided to hold off. So uh, now here you have it. Finley is at Border Wars, which I think is going to be great. Uh, Finley has, I've seen him within the last year or so have a few different independent matches, and they've all been fantastic. So I'm excited to see what he can do in Ring of Honor.
2: Hmm. We actually announced this news in a private press conference, but unfortunately, it was only us three sitting here, so no one heard it. <laughs>
0: oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And the the article that I promised, I think last week or the week before, will will still be coming. I will be looking at potential opponents of Finnian, choosing who I think you know who I'd like to see him face. Because uh, I mean, there's quite a few guys in the roster that you could have a really good match with. And uh, mm. I saw him quite recently, actually. Um, I think I saw him in January. Uh, maybe it was February, no, February, he, uh, he wrestled, uh, independent show, not far from where I live, and he looked, uh, you know, looked in, you know, as good a shape as he ever has, really, and, uh, so I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, to who he faces, because he's such, you know, such a great wrestler, that, um, he can put him really with anyone, and, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I just hope,
2: you know, I just hope that I put, don't put him in with Bennett, because I think Bennett's, you know, got the big win against the a sort of veteran, uh, like I Aladdin. think, I
1: think Bennett will be facing Storm at Border Wars.
2: Yeah, I think they might do a rematch there as well,
0: which would be fine because their match at Shadow of the Sun was really good. Mm. So, who would you like to see Finlay face? Like, who would be your top choice? Like, Algin. Top two or three choices? Yeah,
2: I, I think, I think Algin. I mean, that would be a really—it's <laughs> one of those matches that it, 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 you're sure it would be good, but it's it, you don't know how it, you know how it would go because you know both guys have got such contrasting styles that. I'm sure it would be, you know, it a fantastic match, and it would really help Algen as well, going, you know, going towards the main event, in the world title to get a win against someone, you know, with the history in wrestling such as Finley. So I think mm-hmm. my number one pick would be, at this moment in time,
0: without really thinking about it too much, would be uh, Algen, I think. And uh, the last bit of news is that Showdown in the Sun is now available for uh, ringside members at ring of honors website
1: i believe it's this weekend only not okay
0: it's only this weekend okay. so uh,
1: depending on when you listen to this it, it may have already happened but i think the it's weekend. the 14th and the 14th 15th and... of april yeah. yeah so that's uh this upcoming weekend you know both events are going to be free for ringside subscribers um i'm not sure what to think of this to be honest um you know it's only it's just two weeks since the pay-per-view happened and they're already sort of, you know, they're putting it on the TV is road rage, so people who don't even pay for ringside membership are going to get to see
2: at least highlights of both nights. And um, I know, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth to people who, who bought it, really. I mean, I mean half, yeah. half the matches you couldn't even see. Three, About three of them were put on YouTube. As you say, a couple of them are going to be on TV road rage. show and now yeah, a few weeks of the, road rage. the ringside members are going to be able to see both both shows you know for,
1: for nothing so i mean yeah it is disappointing that you know we it's not i mean it's not loads of money but it's just sort of the principle of it we we did pay to see it live we weren't able to do that due to the issues and then they ended up just giving away the majority of it for free in one way or another so it, you know it's a bit frustrating to be honest and i think they should have held off on this a little bit longer than two weeks
2: yeah and it'd be interesting to see if i know a lot of people were saying that they wanted some sort of refund or discount you know, or something yeah compensation but i mean they haven't announced that the go for life partnership has been terminated i know someone else was saying i think on the forum that you know with, with border wars it was sort of announced quite late that it was an eye pay-per-view so maybe they've got some sort of deal with go Fight life and maybe like two or three more shows I don't, so maybe, they, I don't they sign a deal with them surely i'm not sure matt or maybe they've already signed a sort of deal for best in the world maybe so maybe they've yeah, maybe they're contractually obliged to do that with Go Fight Live because they haven't really announced anything. You, you know, surely they would have announced something. But um,
1: mm, all they've said is that it's not on Go Fight Live. <clears throat> Excuse me.
2: Yeah, the Border Wars won't be. I mean, maybe they're just using sort of Border Wars as a, a tester to see. It will be interesting to see who they go with. I mean, uh, I can't see them doing it in house just yet because, as you say, I mean, they struggle to put the TV show on without botches. So unless they've been, you know, working on it for a while. <clears throat> yeah, but you think they'd be able to work on a match graphic for a while without putting <laughs> edge, a guy right. or you know a picture of a guy who's a different color to the guys in the ring <laughs> I mean you think they would get basically that right so I think that would be kamikaze but then you look at who else is out there I mean there's obviously do we in live but I, I just can't see it, anything with RH and Gabe happen at the moment I think you know I mean I, I don't I don't want to put words in Gabe's mouth but I, 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 I don't think he's Going to sort of jump into bed with ROH when you can just sit there and see them sort of squeal and
1: struggle with these issues, yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I just he doesn't strike to me the sort of person that is going to jump in to try and help unless they, you know, sort of come to him with a maybe you should ask
1: him on the thread enough forum that he often comments in.
2: Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure he wouldn't, I'm sure he wouldn't comment. He's very uh, diplomatic like that.
0: And uh, that wraps up this week's news. So there you
1: have it. Okay, uh, thank you for all that, John. Uh, Lots of news this week. Yeah, if you haven't done a normal podcast for all, imagine this show in a couple of weeks' time. Um, <laughs> if there is any sort of major news, there probably will be a quick podcast update to discuss anything that big happens. But as I said, unless there's major news, there won't be an episode for a couple of weeks, but we'll talk about it all when we're back in, uh, in May. Um. That now brings us to the listener topics. That's all right. Sorry, it's been a long time since There's we've done. I think you
2: forgot what the show's about. Yeah,
1: is this Ring of Honor TNA podcast? I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, you can send these in. These in at any time. Uh, you can email us contact at rohworld.com, and um, we've got a Facebook page facebook.com/rohworld. slash uh, You can tweet us at roh_world. Don't forget the underscore. Um, or use the hashtag rohcast. Um, and the other option is the forum, which is com slash forum. And it's quite a busy forum. It's uh, getting good on there. I think we've got quite a few members. Let me check. 278 members. Uh, so a lot of discussion going on there. Be sure to join the uh, community if you if you um, haven't yet. And I'm pretty sure it's the only Ring of Honor forum out there at the moment since the official one was shut down. So um, if you want to talk Ring of Honor, that's the only place to be, really. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's get to the listener topics. Yeah, we've got a few
2: sent in on on Facebook. With oh. there you go. Thank you. I sort of started <laughs> talking about my intro. I didn't even realize I had one.
1: You have a new uh, intro every week. because it's, it's just like okay. a listen. Just like listen topics, we get a different topic, and every week we get a different intro for you. We've done
2: it. We've done. not done it for so long that I've, I've forgotten how. We've <laughs> done it for so long. We have a total of about three questions. But go on. <laughs> The first one is sent in by... I'm not even going to try and pronounce your name because it is so confusing. Do you like me to try? You know, I very think it good might be that. I Aiko. Aiko, yeah. I've, I've Sorry if it. you're listening, we completely <laughs> We do apologise, Aiko. Um, your question is, is Rhino now in the contract or is it a one-night deal? Hmm. Um, I know he's... He's signed for Border Wars, isn't he? And obviously he was at the last TV tapings, uh, the uh, proving Grand match with Davey. So, and the whole thing. He with...
1: wrestled twice at the TV tapings, actually.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. And obviously with the House of Truth sort of buying him, it would make it wouldn't make much sense if that he, you know, Border Wars is going to be a one sort of shot deal.
0: Mm. Well, they I mean, yeah, I haven't announced
1: there. anything, but I can see it being likely that he'll
2: make some more appearances.
0: Yeah, because he's not on the uh, official roster page for Ring of Honor, but he he was surprise. wasn't he when they first did the website, but mm. he's no longer on there. So it would be I wouldn't surprise surprise me if he makes some like semi regular appearances, but I don't think he's ever going to be like, a full time.
2: Yeah, roster. I can't see him being full time, but especially at the big eye pay per views, I think he'll probably you know come out for it. Mm. A match or two, especially with the the House of Truth. I can see Algin leaving soon, so
1: have a match with Rhino. Yeah. yeah,
2: maybe that could set up some sort of Rhino and Algin feud because that would just be like, I mean, that's just basically this one, the same person wrestling. I don't know if that would work.
1: I don't know if it's just me, but like I, I read that on paper and I'm thinking, mm.
2: it, it would either be really, really awesome or terrible. <laughs> <There's just> no <laughs> middle ground with that. I mean, it would. I'm I'm, I'm sure it'd be awesome because both guys, in my opinion, are really good, but. I don't know. It would be really interesting to see, to say the least, anyway. And
0: Mm. just throwing this out there uh, Jimmy Jacobs' profile was removed from the Ring of Honor roster page, but he has since been replaced by the uh, Zombie Princess, so I just thought (laughs) that.
2: Yeah, maybe that was a smart little thing for RH to do. Maybe they realized that the internet fans would be checking their roster page, and. Yeah, they put him back. Maybe that was a little sneaky thing to do, in which case that was quite well done, because uh, I think it. It caught a lot of people out because I think a lot of people were raging on our forum. to <laughs> myself, actually, that they they've got rid of him. So,
0: yeah, well, they got
2: got one over on us in that one, I think.
0: But I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Jacobs, but this has to be the worst nickname I've ever heard in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear. The next one is sent in by Kamisi. Lots of.
1: We do. We apologise to there... all of our listeners if we. Uh, your names we we do apologize lots of
2: interesting names this week actually um, for everyone who, had, who has ordered stone in the sun are you satisfied with how RH has handled the situation do you feel slighted that they've barely addressed the situation do you feel angry they're offering Stone in the sun this weekend to its ringside members
1: uh there's a few questions in one there uh do I you feel what, what do you feel angry that they're offering it this weekend Do you feel free.
2: satisfied? Are you satisfied with the situation?
1: <coughs> no, so, because, because they haven't. They haven't, <laughs> they, they haven't, as far as I know, directly acknowledged that there was any problem. And I mean, all they at least an apology. They could say something like, "We apologize for the issues with the stream. We're looking into this and hope that future pay per views will not feature any problem like this." And maybe say the next pay per view will be two dollars cheaper or, or something. I don't know what, just something to sort of apologize and slightly make up for it do you feel slighted that they've barely addressed the situation on that same question yeah do you feel angry that they are offering the weekend yeah we've
2: talked about that (laughs) yeah i mean uh, i think that they they should have at least acknowledged it because as you say they didn't even yeah they didn't even even sort of i mean even on the commentary i mean that the the stream was more or less dead, and Karen Kedder was, oh, we're aware that there's slight problems. Well, there's not slight problems. I can't even see what's happening. Yeah, I can't yeah, see that. It's just not working at all.
0: Yeah, maybe what they could have done is do, like, a weekend, like, free of uh, uh, the ringside membership so people, for people who have ordered it and can, uh, can like... Even, guess, like, even
2: something like, like um... Yeah, even something like... um a code for like the online store, like people who order Shadow in the sun can get, I don't know. 20% off off or something. Yeah. 20% off in the the store.
1: Hmm. They need to, yeah, they definitely need to do something. They've got to come up with something they can do just to make up for it and acknowledge that it was, you know, embarrassingly bad.
2: Uh, right. Another one. Macklin. See, that's a straightforward name. I like that name. Uh, with Steen versus Richards at Border Wars, what could be the main event of Best in the World? A rematch for the title? I just don't want to see a tag match at the tenth anniversary show. No, they they won't do a tag match for that. Surely. I don't know. Uh, could we see Team Ambition against uh, Steen and uh, Jacobs? No. <laughs> uh, oh, my voice is going. <coughs> uh, excuse me.
1: I think we'll see a rematch. To be honest, because as we said, Border Wars is either going to end with Steen winning the title or a screw job. So it, both of those lead to a rematch between the two.
2: Yeah, I think I think we'll definitely see a yeah a rematch over there. Um, right, the next one is from a certain Bob Evans. I think we uh,
1: regular name mentioned on this podcast.
2: Yeah, he's uh, interacted with us quite a lot. Um, he said, "Please talk about how awesome I am." But yeah, how awesome I am at length, uh, without yeah. Okay, we won't mention the next bit because he told us not to mention it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought his appearance on this week's TV show really... I, I must it,
1: say, I was... It was a highlight for me. very yeah. impressed with how he... Uh, you know, he, he got forgot. into the ring first, he held the rope open for Bennett and then just stood up and completely forgot. And Maria <laughs> sort of laughed as she had to enter the ring with no one holding the rope for her.
2: So yeah, People should be holding the rope for Bob Evans. Bob Evans that is, is true, yeah. He's a legend in this business. Yeah. I
0: would speak at length on how awesome Bob Evans is, but there are no words to describe his awesomeness. So I'll just leave it at that we need a new language really to, you know, we need be, new be
2: words a new
1: podcast, podcast or something or,
2: yeah, we need to, Well, will one of the, you know, we'll do a special edition where we can just, it yeah, would like a tribute to Bob Evans and, uh, hard maybe we can
1: get him on the podcast one time. I'm sure we'd uh, have lots of things to say. Cause every single wrestler we've interviewed, they seem to put him over big time. So either he is as awesome as he says he is, or he's got a lot of money to dish out. So maybe he'll uh, send <laughs> some of that our way. We'll have some lovely things to say. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, that's it for uh, fan questions this week. Or fan? Unlisted. I think we've got another
1: one, haven't we? I think have I saw one in the, uh on Twitter. I think.
2: Oh, have we? It's from @denhamdave. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't appear to have a question. Um, what? I can't. I can't seem to see it.
1: Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I believe the uh, the next section of the show... I think, we, I
2: think we've had a browner on our Twitter feed. Yeah, but... something's gone wrong. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, yes, um, we're now going to talk about, briefly talk about the... This is a long show, we apologise. Um, we're going to talk about the spoilers from the TV tapings from Baltimore. Once again, it took place on the 7th of April, this past Saturday. So if you don't want to hear the spoilers, um, we recommend you stop the podcast now. I'm sure you can't bear any more anyway. But uh, thank you for listening so far. We, we hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to leave some feedback. And uh, we'll just give you a quick spoiler warning in case you weren't paying attention so you don't hear anything you don't want to hear. Hopefully I'll click the right one. Oh, it appears to be on loop, what a botch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad least producer. I hope we're not on. doing the next tape per view Oh, dear, yeah, there's just some music on loop for the entire event. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so as I said, these are the TV tapings from Baltimore, which aired on the 7th of April, or aired, was uh, filmed on the 7th of April. So uh, turning our podcast off now if you don't want to hear it. The first show began with Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander defeating the Briscoes in a proven ground match due to interference from Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but we saw this exact same match but with the roles reversed. Basically the Shelton Benjamin and Haas were champions who lost. They didn't they lose a proven ground match? Yeah, Wait, they did, yeah. To, was it, was it Coleman and Alexander, though? It wasn't, was it? Or, or not Express, wasn't it? Yes, okay. So it's the same sort of thing, basically. Coleman and Alexander have got a um, title shot, thanks to interference from uh, wrestling's greatest tag team. So this wonderful feud is going to uh, continue, obviously.
2: I mean, the, the only problem I have with these sort of upset wins in Proving Ground matches is that it's sort of cheapening the whole aspect of the Proving Ground match, that people aren't really proving themselves, yet still getting title shots. Hmm. That's, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a good point. point
1: yeah it, it's quite ironic actually yeah they're not proving, yeah. <laughs> they're proving they can get some convenient uh, interference um yeah I'm, I'm annoyed that feud is continuing but hopefully this was it Dayton the match at Dayton will be the end of it yeah you know, the uh the the next match is uh, Rhino defeated an, an enhancement talent it says here so um Rhino demolished an unknown wrestler with a gore so I'm sure that would be an entertaining squash match to see him destroy some you know jobber basically I do apologize if this said jobber is listening.
0: Uh, I apologize. Yeah, it's hurting my feelings, man.
1: <laughs> I wondered where you were last week. Uh, anyway, uh, Kevin Steen then came out for a quick interview with Kevin Kelly. They announced that the two will face off at Border Wars. A um, bit strange they're announcing get there because we
0: already heard it on TV this week. But anyway. we wondering... did rise that somebody snuck a camera into the secret press conference. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we've uh, we've already talked about that, so we'll uh, move on to the next bit the the main event of the first show. We saw Roderick Strong defeat Adam Cole to retain the TV title. Um, this was Strong's first uh, defense since winning the belt. Showdown the Sun. Um, I believe there was some help from the um, excuse me House of Truth. Um, Cole dived out onto Elgin on the outside, but Elgin caused the uh, distraction, which allowed Martini to hit Cole with the Book of Truth, so Strong could get the win. Any thoughts on that at all? No. No, that's
0: a good way to continue to build up Adam Cole because it makes it look like somebody like Strong, who is a former world champion, who's a mm-hmm. triple crown winner, has to you know use underhanded tactics to be well, able. Well, Strong
1: to... seems to recover underhanded tactics in every single match, really,
0: which is yeah. frustrating yeah.
1: to be honest. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we then got to the second show taping which began with Tommaso Champa defeating Matt Taven uh, Champa almost got the win right after the bell but uh, Taven fought back Champa won after a running knee to Taven in the corner followed by the Project Champa and Lethal watched on from ringside um, I can see those two having a match at Border Wars I think that's quite um, obvious and if I remember
2: yeah. maybe for like the number one contendership or something like that mm,
1: that would make sense yeah Uh, excuse me. Uh, I've got, I really need a drink. Sorry about this, guys. Uh, we then got to Mike Mondo <clears throat> defeating TJ Perkins. Well, that goes against everything we said earlier. <laughs> uh, the Young Books came out, which is quite strange. Well,
2: yeah, there seems to be a strange. lot of
1: these and, uh, weird run-ins. TJP it? Took, a, to, uh, took them out, both of the books, out with a dive. Uh, this interference then allowed Mondo to get the win, and all three of them beat up um, TJP afterwards until the Una Express made the
2: save maybe we could see some sort of six-man tag, six-man tag
1: yeah yeah that would make sense someone on the forum threw out the idea of young Bucks versus tjp and red which would be you know fantastic but yeah that'd be good yeah doubt that'll happen uh the main event of the second show was kevin steen defeating Carlo Riley. steen won the match with the uh, f5 and uh afterwards steen and jacobs attacked his leg before richard's made the save so um you know, a lot of runnings, run-ins and things going on so far. I think uh, it'd be interesting if one of you could count up how many runs there are. But uh,
2: I can't count that hard, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: you're only good with words, and I'm not good with numbers. So
0: either words teaching. or numbers. So
1: <laughs> I would work it out if we weren't doing a live podcast. But uh, anyway, the third show too
0: many, is what language would be too many,
1: too many. many interferences. But the third show began with Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas defeating the D-Line. The D-Line are a uh, local wrestling team who got a lot of cheers. Um, I read a report that apparently this match was quite bad, but uh, obviously we can't say if that was true or not. We'll have to wait
0: and see. for. About... I do like the D-Line's uh, members' names. You have the really bland name of Sam Sam Jones and the really exciting name of Black Ice. So that should be... <laughs> That should be fun.
1: Yeah, that'll be an interesting week. That'll be about, I think, f- five weeks' time, I want to say. We'll actually get to see that one. Uh, we then have the the colony, uh, Fire Ant, Soldier Ant, and Green Ant, defeating El...
0: He... El, Hijo, El... Hijo Del Ice Cream, Ice Cream Junior, and Ophidian.
1: Thank you very much. So we have a Shikara trios action for the first time on RHTV, so that's uh, a good way to keep this sort of partnership going and... Uh, you know, get some people interested in the uh, Shikara style as well.
0: And just thrown out there, I think it's a should be interesting to see how the Los Ice Creams team up and match with Ophidian because they're really completely different characters. So that should be fun to see how they.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've never seen you know, ice cream and ants wrestle each other, so I'm interested <laughs> to uh,
0: to see this one.
1: Uh, we then had Jay Lethal defeating Ricky Reyes. So this is Reyes' um, second TV appearance, and uh, Lethal won a, a short and apparently unforgettable match, according to this report. So um, we'll have to wait and see for that one. Not a good week if there's two matches that were apparently disappointing there, but uh, we then got to the... I'm not sure if this is correct, but the fourth match
2: of the third. Well, well, I know later on that... D-Line got involved with something and it led to a
1: dark match main event yeah
2: so maybe that maybe the wrestling Direct tag team and D-Line match was just maybe that was a dark match as well just for the like yeah I mean I th- it
1: would be difficult to fit four matches in one I mean especially when the main event is uh, Davy Richards taking on Rhino in a proven ground
0: match
2: yeah uh, and with the obviously with the Shikara thing they're going to have to explain who they are and what Shikara is and stuff as well so.
0: you can just you can just throw uh, wrestling ants and wrestling ice cream out there and without any explanation <laughs>
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, I'm going to guess that the first match won't actually be on the TV show, but we'll have to wait and see um, for a few weeks' time to find them out. We then got to the the fourth and final show, taping, which is started off with Eddie Edwards defeating Mike Bennett. Uh, the awesome one, Brutal Bob, I'm sure it was the amazing interference, the best interference of the night, the best interference of the year, probably. Uh, he tried to interfere, but got double stumped by Edwards, I mean, I think that is just... That's just Isn't that is. a five thousand dollar fine? Five hundred thousand dollar fine, I think <laughs> at least for Edwards. There, um, Bennett tried to roll him up for the win, but uh, Edwards ro- reversed it into a roll up as his own for the win. I don't well, think that's it,
0: our first roll up so far in these TV show tapings.
1: Uh, it depends if you count a sunset flip by Richards.
0: Well, that's just good clean fines. What that is, so no.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Edwards needs to use a roll up to defeat Bennett. Surely not. But I suppose it. They don't want him. I don't know. Ignore me. <laughs> uh, we then had Grizzly Jay <laughs> Lethal and star of our backstage tour, uh, Grizzly Redwood, a strange tag team,
0: <laughs>
1: defeated Michael Elgin by disqualification. I'm sorry, I was unaware of this. Is this a handicap match?
2: Yeah, apparently Redwood was scheduled to face a guy called Caval Dickinson. I'm not sure if that's actually his name, but that's what his name was reported as.
1: Okay, I don't um, think is it.
2: Sorry, I no, know. it's not that. <laughs> but like um, they had to have done in the past, and they? Came down and paid him off, so Elgin could face Grizzly like he has in the past. But oh, okay. he started up beating him up, and then Lethal came down, to sort of save him, and for some reason became his partner.
1: and then they, it the just top. turned into
2: a sort of handicap match, and then um,
1: Roddy interfered and in DQ. Yeah,
2: and make then it, Elgin and Strong sort of faced. You know, almost came to blows before Martini yeah, sort of uh, calmed them down. So I think we're getting very close to a uh, break up there. Break next up, set of yeah.
1: tapings, maybe next sort of four weeks after that, or maybe yeah, we'll have to uh, have to wait and see. I think
2: I think they'll probably do it at a pay per view, to be honest. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And then the, the main event of the fourth show is the Ornard Express defeating the Young Bucks. Uh, it was an elimination match, and uh, Rhett Titus was the last survivor. House and Benjamin ran out to help the Bucks attack Ornard Express afterwards, until D-Line made the save, and this set up an eight-man tag-team dart match. So I'm, perhaps that interference at the end won't air. Hopefully it won't, because we've had enough of interferences. You know, have they been... You know, Cornette's been writing this and going, hmm, I need some ideas. Let's call up my arch-enemy Vince Russo for some (laughs) ideas, and I don't know, but hopefully, you know, on paper it's a lot of interferences, but hopefully, you know, when we watch it on TV, it won't come across that, oh, another interference, oh, yet again, and, you know, hopefully it'll be a good watch, so I'm looking forward to seeing all those. Any uh, final comments or words before we wrap up this um, extraordinarily long show? Brutal Bob is awesome. Very very awesome, yes.
2: I think if people have got this far, I think we should put in some sort of special keyword, and if they tell us the keyword, then we'll give them a reward.
1: If people listen so to we'll... us talk for this long, oh, that would yeah. just be Macklin, and that will be it. <laughs> if, so would,
2: if, you're, would... if you're still listening at this stage, if you tweet us the the, the word um, cabbage, then we'll give you some sort of reward. We
1: don't have a reward to give anyone. <laughs> 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 right before Stephen gets this podcast taken off iTunes or banned, we don't want to be banned from Ring of Honor forever. We've been threatened with that before. Um, head to the floor if you want to hear more about that. I don't think I there's, really uh, haven't
0: seen a podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, perhaps this this you know this long show will make up for the two weeks where there won't be a new podcast. So. Um, Perhaps you should listen to this in parts to make it last over the next couple of weeks. So <laughs> we apologise for the uh, sort of break from the podcast, but I have so many uni deadlines and I, I'm the one that produces this show. I am the show, so um, without me there's there's no podcast for two weeks, but uh, we'll be back to normal in May. So uh, thank you to Stephen and John for joining me.
0: Thank you, you're welcome.
1: And we will see you all uh, in early May, so uh, enjoy April. That's an awful ending to the show. <laughs>
0: Enjoy I'll
1: cut that bit
2: up.
1: <laughs> I'm right, just gonna leave this bit in. See you guys. <laughs>